Hey, faithful listener, thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Matthew. Hi, friends and faithful listeners. Thank you for tuning in on this beautiful Tuesday morning for another episode of the P40 Ministries podcast. Today, I have a guest speaker with me, and this once again is my sister. She came on the podcast several months ago, I think it was, a couple months ago. She came on and talked with us, and uh, now she is here again. And this is my sister, Jamie, and of course, as always, I am your host, Jen, here. So we are going to be discussing Matthew chapter 24, verses 29 through 39. But before we do that, I'm going to have Jamie introduce herself a little bit. So, Jamie, why don't you tell the uh, listeners here all about yourself? Hi, I'm Jen's sister, and I was here a couple months ago, and it was very fun to be introduced to all of you. I really enjoyed it. I'm actually married to a pastor, and I have a preschool daughter, busy homeschooling her and just having fun. And I teach online um, to Chinese-speaking students. I teach them English. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. So my sister is a teacher. <laughs> that's why I like having her on the podcast, actually, because she brings that teacher vibe to the podcast, I think. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's go ahead and read this. Uh, Matthew 24, verses 29 through 39. I will be reading out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible this morning. And let's see, James, do you want to read this for us? Sure. Okay, sure. go ahead. But immediately, after the suffering of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. Then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. He will send out his angels with a great sound of trumpet. And they will gather together his chosen ones from the four winds, from one end of the sky to the other. Now from the fig tree, learn this parable. When its branch has now become tender and produces its leaves, you will know that summer is near. Even so, you also, when you see all these things, know that he is near, even at the doors. Most certainly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things are accomplished. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But no one knows of that day and hour, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. As the days of Noah were, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in those days which were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and given in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ship, and they didn't know until the flood came and took them all away, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. See what I told you guys about bringing that teacher vibe <laughs> to the podcast? <laughs> it was very dramatized. I liked it a lot. It was great. Um, so, Jane, what do you think about this passage? What was something that stuck out to you the most about this particular portion of scripture? 
do you think? Just the necessity of Christians being ready, realizing that this life is really preparing for our eternity with our Lord and Savior. Right. I like that, too, because it says here that, well, Jesus gives a warning, firstly, from verses 32, pretty much all the way to the end of verse 39. Jesus is talking about being ready. He says, learn from the fig tree about this parable. So, for example, fig trees typically get their leaves right before summertime. And so Jesus says to learn from the fig tree. When the fig tree gets its leaves, people know that summer is coming. Now, you might not know the exact day of summer. I mean, we can predict summer coming, but it might not fall on the exact day because it would still be cold outside, maybe. I don't know. Jesus tells us to learn from the fig tree that when the fig tree gets its branch, or I'm sorry, not its branches, but its leaves, that summer is on its way. So we're supposed to learn from that in the same way that when we see these things starting to happen, we know that Jesus is going to come again. And he says, make sure that we're ready. And he talks about 36 through 39 that a lot of people aren't going to be ready. It says it's going to be like the days of Noah. So what does that mean to you, Jamie? Um, well, first, I want to go off topic for just a second and okay. realize that Jesus is talking about Noah and saying it was as in the days of Noah. Jesus is acknowledging that that was an actual event. So I find that really interesting in this passage. Oh, yeah. Um, just because in our day and age, a lot of people reject that. Um, and sometimes they'll say, oh, well, I believe what Jesus says, but Jesus is giving credence to Noah here. Oh, yeah. So I think that's really interesting. But going back on topic. Which um, I like. I like stuff like that. Recently in the podcast, I don't know if you know this, I've been trying to bring more truth to it. Like, this can't be a story because of this reason or this reason. So I like that you added that in there. Yes. And well, I mean, even at my school, when I was in high school, we had a teacher say, well, the Ten Commandments aren't commandments, they're suggestions because no one follows them. So they're suggestions. And, you know, people are just bombarded with that continuously. So I think it's important for us to realize what we believe, why we believe it, and um, how we can reassure ourselves when we have those hard questions. Yeah. And here is one of those points when you say, Jesus believed this, mm -hmm. that is the way it was, and that is the way it's going to be again. Right. Oh, yeah, that's great. And uh, so so what was the days of Noah? We did discuss this in the podcast quite a while ago. I think it was back Genesis 11 it was the flood, I think. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. Might have been before that. But um, we, we talked about that in the Genesis episodes we were doing of the podcast. But to refresh everybody, what were the days of Noah? What was that like? I would say as far as looking around on what was going on in those days, it was just Doing lots whatever of, you want to do. Yeah, lo lots of violence. violence. I think they, they specifically said in Genesis that the world was filled with violence. There was nothing free from violent tendencies, even the animals and stuff like that. And even, even though Noah was giving them truth, I mean, they had to notice what Noah was doing. They wouldn't listen to him. So he had God's truth. And I don't think they were too far off from knowing uh, generations away uh, different things that happened with Adam and Eve, really, it wasn't actually that far from creation. And so they had known the truth of God and they had just dropped it totally and decided to go their own way. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the days of Noah. And I think I talked about the Nephilim a lot back then. <laughs> I really enjoyed talking about the Nephilim. And uh, to refresh you guys, in, in my opinion, the Nephilim were actually children of fallen angels. 
And uh, but I'm not going to go there today. But basically, because of all that weird stuff that happened back then, the earth was just very, very violent. People just did whatever they wanted. And finally, God knew that there were no people left except Noah. Actually, it says in the Bible, Noah was the only righteous person left. That doesn't even include Noah's family. Noah was the only person that walked with God. So the earth had gotten so bad and so corrupt and so violent and just just bad that God knew there was nobody else that could be saved up until, you know, after Noah. So that is what happened with the flood. And it says that is what's going to happen again. And it even says in verse 38 and 39 that in the days that were before the flood, everyone was eating, they were drinking, they were being married uh, and being merry. <laughs> yes. Being- and that's. But that's not to say that there's only going to be one person that right. is, you know, faithful um, because in the following verses, it, it explains that a little bit also. True. Yeah. Th- I mean, there's there's definitely not going to be just one faithful person like Noah. It, it does talk about in the end times. God's going to set aside his people and stuff like that. But we'll talk about that later. But basically, yes, it's going to be similar to the days of Noah, where people were just doing whatever they wanted, still continuing on with their lives. Um, There's also verses in the Bible that say that, you know, the, the earth is not going to pass away pretty much until Jesus comes back. So nothing crazy, catastrophic is going to happen all over the earth. The sun's still going to rise and it's still going to set and stuff like that. But And so people aren't going to recognize when Jesus is getting close. That's exactly right. It's like they're not going to notice because they're just too busy living for themselves, just eating and drinking, just partying as normal and not realizing what is going to come upon them. Right. But I want to mention, we kind of back, we kind of went forward in this episode a little bit. We didn't talk about verses 29 through 31. And uh, so these verses here actually say that after the suffering of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from the sky. The powers of the heaven will be shaken. So this is at the time when these people are giving into marriages and stuff like that. That's an old-fashioned way of saying just getting married. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're, they're getting married, they're eating, they're drinking, they're doing whatever they want. And uh, now it says that immediately after the suffering of those days, you know, that we talked about the birth pains a little bit on um, the last time we talked about this. I think it was Thursday. We talked about the birth pains just getting worse and worse and worse. And it says that after those birth pains, now the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And this is when Jesus is going to return. And all of this stuff, finally, there's going to just be these big catastrophic events of Jesus returning. And, you know, the lightning's going to flash across the sky and the moon's not going to give its light anymore and, and just all sorts of stuff. And, um, and then they will see the Son of Man appearing in the sky or the sign of the Son of Man. And I don't exactly know what the sign of the Son of Man means. I was actually reading about that. And some people think think that there's just going to be a big old giant cross in the sky. But I don't know. We don't know what that means. But once they see this sign of the Son of Man, it says everyone is going to recognize that Jesus is there. Everyone. It says all the tribes of the earth. So every single race of people on the earth, it says they're going to mourn and they're going to see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and with great glory. And then he's going to send out all of his angels. They're going to gather together his chosen ones from the end of the sky to the other. And I think that's also when um, 
we talked about a lot of the parables Jesus talks about where, you know, the tares with the wheat, the tares were the, the ones that looks like wheat. So for example, if somebody's planting wheat, there's a weed called a tare that sometimes will get stuck in those wheats and it will look like a wheat at first, but it is completely useless. It's a piece of garbage. It's a, yeah, it's a piece of garbage. <laughs> there's and no so, food there. No, there's no food there. And so when Jesus talks about the tares with the wheat, he says that his angels at the end of the time is going to take all the wheat and the tares together and he's they're going to take the tares out of the wheat and throw them into the fire. You know, we've talked about so many parables like that. I mean, there's so many you can mention about Jesus talking about separating the people who pretended to be Christians that actually weren't and uh, just all sorts of stuff. There's so much we could get into with this, these few verses here. But um, (laughs) this one is kind of overwhelming. I told Jamie before she got on the episode with me, I'm like, this is going to be a really hard episode to talk about today. And she read it and she's like, this is overwhelming. (laughs) Oh, yes. Thank you for this chapter. I I love this chapter. But to sometimes to explain it, there's sometimes people have fear um, around it. And other things. And it's not something that a Christian should fear also. Oh, yeah. Um, we talked about that, too, a little bit. Yeah, that's really important because this is what we're living for. But it's also a warning to us to be watching, be ready, be living our lives for Jesus each and every day. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about that because, you know, God always wins in the end. And it says in the Bible that basically this time period when Jesus comes back, it's not for us. It says that specifically in the Bible. It says that the Christians are not going to be in that wrathful time. It's not made for us. Right. This is made for the people in the days of Noah. It's, it's actually very similar to the, to the days of Noah in that way as well, where Noah was on was the saved. ship. Yeah. And Noah he was, was saved. Yeah. He was completely saved. And so it's the same thing with us. We don't have to fear this or be, be afraid or anything like that. This is in God's perfect plan. And after this, we're going to be in comfort forever with with Jesus as well. So that's something we can take comfort from even when we read these kinds of uh, things here in the Bible that, you know, Jesus is always in control and uh, he knows exactly what's going to happen here. And um, it's not meant for us. And that is why it is such an important chapter to discuss, because we don't want these people, for example, fake Christians to continue being fake Christians. We want them to have the truth inside of them and hold hold on to that truth, basically, and not become one of those weeds within the wheat, but become a nice stalk of wheat. Yes. <laughs> that's a bad analogy, but kind of, well, not really. Jesus gave it. But I mean, yeah, that's what I mean, though. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else, James, that you uh, you have for this chapter? Jamie's giving me, like, a hard no. She's like, nope, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode today. This was a really overwhelming episode a little bit. But I think it's great to learn about and to know. So friends and faithful listeners, make sure to join me tomorrow. And we will discuss Genesis chapter... I'm sorry, I keep saying Genesis because I'm so used to saying Genesis. We are in Exodus now. We are going to be discussing Exodus chapter 2 and the start of Moses' story. So join me then at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Now, friends and faithful listeners, I have been talking about the book that I have written for quite a few episodes now, and I'm still in the process of getting that up and on Amazon for all of you guys. And 
If you're looking for a study to do with your church group, consider doing Out of the Mire. And it goes into a lot of detail. It's an eight-week study on the life of Joseph. I do want to say something about that study, though. Oh, go ahead. Um, I was reading through it, and I really think if you have some friends maybe that are kind of on the edge of Christianity, like, hey, I, I want to see what this is about. Maybe friends that are going through depression, and maybe you want to tell them about Jesus. I think this is a really good study for you to introduce your faith to them. Uh, maybe if you get some friends involved. So I think it would be really a powerful study to do with some people who are just questioning Christianity and have an opportunity to share Jesus with them. Well, thank you, Jame. I didn't ask her to say any of that. <laughs> she paid me. Oh, no. I <laughs> uh, no, We have didn't. fun. <laughs> but um, yeah, so thank you guys so much. But uh, tune in tomorrow, 6 a.m. But until then, happy listening and God bless. Thank you.